It's time for Heat Wave Sports. Sit back and relax as you take a tour around the world of sports each and every Saturday and Sunday night. And now, your hosts for Heat Wave Sports, Tim Unglesby and Tom Barton. Vegas. Welcome on in. It's Heat Wave Sports here on Fox Sports Radio Las Vegas, 98.9 FM, 1340 AM. Tim Unglesby, Damon Cotton with you here from Las Vegas. And my co-host in crime, Tom Barton Sports Zone. Tom Barton back on the East Coast in New York. Tommy, a, uh, another week gone through. we got a big show for everybody tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm pumped up today, man. Got another hockey win at TomBartonSports.com. I am now having the greatest hockey season uh, basically in America right now. I mean, I'm on monitoring sites and everything else. We're sitting at 25 and 9, Tim. Just a phenomenal hockey season. Tom, you're the you're the best in the business, no doubt. I mean, this for me following you for 10 years, by far this is the most hockey action I've ever generated from Tom Barton Sports. Yeah, it really is and and it's been a two-year kind of uh, extravaganza here for me. Um, uh, it's it's seemingly, you know, they tell, tell you athletes are in a zone sometimes. I'm seemingly in a zone, but I don't want to jinx it, <laughs> right? I don't want to jinx it. Don't want to get too much into it, but I do want to tell everybody, uh, look, uh, there's nobody hotter right now. You could do the research. You could take my word for it. Don't worry about it. We're going to get into uh, a lot more uh, of things. Look, the NFL draft, Tim, have you ever been as excited for a draft as you are for this draft? I mean, to me, this is franchise-changing decisions, and you could say that every year. Maybe it's because we didn't get a full draft last year, or it was virtual. Maybe it was just because I appreciate everything in sports more now. I don't know, Tim. What I can tell you, though, is that I don't think I've ever been as excited for a draft, and my team doesn't pick until 20. <laughs> yeah, it's... Look, every year, it's 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 um, it's always fun. We always rev up for the draft, and I haven't had the pleasure of watching a draft with you. Usually, some of the guys here in town, we get together and meet up at, at a restaurant, and we watch it together, which, like you said, last year, that was not an option, and this year, we'll be able to do it again. And It's always fun, though, to text with you, because the reactions, and here's what's funny. I think on the East Coast, you're a split second ahead of us on the feed. So something will happen, and I'll literally get a text from you, Tom. I, I remember the Trubisky trade is a p- perfect example here. You had that maybe a second before it happened, and, and you were, you know, I'm reading your text. I'm like, what is he talking about? And then sure enough, it was it was uh, announced at that point. I think we're looking forward to, you know, trades, Tommy. We're looking forward to the just every as every day goes by, we start seeing this, these mock drafts say these, these quarterbacks that we're going to talk about all the way up till the draft time, they keep changing spots. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I, I think it's because we're talking about the most important position in football. We're also talking about, uh, you know, the face of franchises, right? Uh, uh, immediately, the Jets have a new face in the franchise. Immediately, um, Jacksonville has a new face in the franchise. I mean, face of the franchise is quite different than a quarterback, but in these cases, they're, they're going to be face of the franchise and a quarterback. I also think that the trading is really, really crazy because there can be so many options, so many teams. We've already seen the trading, but I also believe this, Tim. I think secretly in the back of our heads, people like me and you, people that are into the late 30s, early 40s, and in that range, I think we know Eli, Peyton, Brady, Breeze, uh, Ben, they carried us for so long. And I think we know that's done, right? It's over. That that The changing is gone. I, 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 obviously, Brady's still winning championships, but it's gone, it's gone away. And we are getting the new crop. And you sort of start to see some of the new crop with you have the Mahomeses, the Jacksons, the Mayfields, obviously. But this new crop also adds to it. And we're all wondering, you know, who are the who are the guys that are going to emerge? When we're all said and done, who is going to emerge? Who are we going to be talking about in 10 years from now and going, wow, that's the best three or four, and they're still the best three or four? Because I think that, that we know 
here it is. This is, we've lived through it. This is taking franchises and completely and utterly turning them on their heads. Peyton Manning took over a 1-18 team, right? Or, or a 1-15 uh, team. I'm thinking about the new schedule, right? I mean, he, he came in there. He was garbage at first. But look at what he did to Indy. It's the house that Peyton built there now, right? He built a stadium there. Look around the league. Look at what Eli did for the Giants organization. Yeah, they were a good organization. But, man, that became something different. Obviously, you look at Brady. I know New England had some success leading into that. But what Brady did... Um, you look at what can happen, and I think when you start to talk about teams like San Francisco, and you go, there could be a division with Russell Wilson, whoever San Fran chooses, right? Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray. And let's remember, San Francisco and L.A. both went to the Super Bowls two of the last three years. I, I mean, it is pretty ridiculous when you're thinking about how these decisions can completely impact things. And I'm talking right at the top. I am the biggest believer right now, Tim, in Jacksonville. Why? Because I am absolutely all in on Trevor Lawrence. I was all in on Trevor Lawrence last year. I was all in on Trevor Lawrence two years ago. I am as all in on Trevor Lawrence as I've been on any player since Andrew Luck. Okay? I am absolutely all in on this guy. And I think he's, he's going to transform that typical losing franchise. The Jets fans hope that that transforms as well. So just so much going on with the draft. Well, this is what I want to do, Tom, because the 25th, so a week from tomorrow night, we're going to do our Heat Wave Sports mock NFL draft first round only. It'll be you, myself, and Chris Wynn, and we'll, we'll randomly draw a number. And that's the spot we'll go one, two, three, and we'll each we'll be the GM of said pick in these drafts. So we'll talk more about that tomorrow night. Next Saturday we're off because of the Vegas Golden Knights. So I'd like to the next two nights kind of talk about some of the other positions because, as you said, the quarterbacks they're going to be the talk of this draft. But you've mentioned it, and I mentioned it the last few weeks that you know we're so deep with receivers in this draft i'd like to get your thoughts on some of those guys and then the running back position which we never see a running back going the first round generally right i'd like to see who you think are some of the the top running backs available we can do that a little bit later but i want to stay with the nfl because last night tom the season win totals came out for 2021 and i know you have a lot to say about this so i guess we'll start with you just mentioned it the schedule is changing tommy 17 weeks now does this, you know, where does this factor in, not only from a handicapping point of view, but when you're looking at season totals, now you got to get that extra win or extra loss? Bet the totals now because mm -hmm. it, they don't look adjusted to me. I, I was kind of gauging people, um, you know, some of the sportsbook managers in town and whatnot around the country, actually, and trying to find out what some of these win totals were going to be. They are not taking into account the, seven, the 17 games. I don't think the public is fully grasping 17 games. You know, Nine and seven, Tim, used to feel like an accomplishment, right? Nine and seven, you're a playoff team. Nine and seven, eh, you know what? Two games over 500. Nine and seven, you're a solid team. Nine and seven usually gets you to the playoffs. Now, all of a sudden, it, you look at it and you go, nine and eight? Tim, is, does nine and eight elicit the same feeling as nine and seven to you? Now, it still may get to the playoffs. It still might get you in. It doesn't feel the same, though, right? It it just doesn't it doesn't jive the same. No more Jeff Fisher nine and seven. No more eight and eight. No more hey, you know what? Let's get to five hundred. That's something I think at the end of the year will be impactful, right? I think that will be mean something. And what about you know what about seven wins now? Or you talk about a six win team? You know we used to talk about a six win team and you go all right six and ten. Bad year, obviously, um, but 6-10. and 6-11? That's a garbage year. That's actually horrible, right? Seven-win teams. Not a terrible season. Almost 500. You know, seven-win teams. You, you, you go out there and you tell me Jacksonville's a seven-win team or the Bengals are a seven-win team. Yeah, sure. But now seven wins, Tim. You're losing 10 games. So there, there is quite a difference when we're talking about that extra game what it will mean, what it will mean to the schedule, what it will mean to the team's psyches, what it will mean to be guys being rested at the end of the, the year, and specifically these lines, because I can talk to you one way, 
and then another way. So let's start at the top. I, I just want to give you an example to try to explain to people. Yeah. The Chiefs' total is set at 12. Came in a 16-game season. 12 for the number one team is not unusual. Because they said they're 12 thinking, okay, look, 12 and 4. 12 and 4 is an historic year, right? It's not this, oh my God, they, they can't lose kind of year. 12 and 4 is the best team in the league. Okay, you know, it might not even be. You might get a 13 and 3 team out there. You might get a 14 and 2 team, but 12 wins is nice. And if you're going over and you're a Chiefs fan, you're going, you know what? Look, I can't see them going 11, uh, you know, 11 and 5. I don't think they're losing five games. Now all of a sudden, 12 wins, Tim. That means they're going to lose six games? You think the Chiefs are losing six games next year? You know, you start to have those kind of conversations when you added that extra game. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 12 wins. So to hit this, you have to win 13, right, Tom? You hit 12, it's a push. Yeah, but then, see, that's the thing. You get saved by the push in this situation. Yeah, but there is some extra juice on top of that. If you like the over, it's you're laying a dollar thirty rather than what one hundred five, one ten, wherever you're you're betting that that particular line or a season win. Uh, it depends on where you're looking. I I can tell you now, and this is not an endorsement whatsoever to anybody. Uh, DraftKings DraftKings still has minus one ten. Okay. Uh, Bet MGM has one fifteen. You know. And I'm giving you the William Hill line, so there you go. You know what I mean? Right. You know, obviously you have to shop around, but it's not all it, – it's going to be a pretty massive adjustment, I think, Tim, because that extra game, really, we could say we understand it, but, guys, it really changes the massive landscape. It changes everything. All right, well, let's do this, Tom. There's a, there's a lot of people, obviously, just a melting pot of fans – Let's go through these teams one by one. We'll give your early initial thoughts because, as you, as you know, you just talked about the draft. There are going to be changes or additions to these teams. Does it factor in a win total? We'll talk about that potentially. But just first glance, Tommy, and uh, you know everybody's team is going to be, be noted here. We'll just start at the top and go to the bottom. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Let's do All it. Right. So we'll start with the Chiefs. The, uh, this is, I'm looking at the William Hill. So if you got something different, Tom, let me know. The Chiefs' win total is 12, over or under? I think you got to go over. It worries me a lot with that offensive line, Tim. So to me, the Chiefs are a stay away. You can't tell me in professional sports that you lose two offensive linemen, the guys that are protecting your quarterback. Two of them are gone. You can't tell me that that you're not going to feel that a little bit. Uh, again, if this was 12 um, and we're looking at that one less game, Maybe I'll take a shot at the under. Here, it's over or nothing. I actually think that they win exactly 12, so I'll stay away. And, and Tommy, with the addition week 17, you have we're going to, like you said, sometimes you get saved, but could it turn around and bite you in the proverbial butt that with teams now battling in week 17 for a playoff spot, you could see teams that have clinched rest those starters in week 17 as well. Absolutely. I You can, you can see teams rest them. Uh, twice yeah you know play a half a game um you know in week 16 and then play a half a game in week 17 i've heard that chatter be thrown about too so we both like chiefs at at 12 or, or better next up would be tampa bay the defending super bowl champions tom brady coming back again tommy uh i have 11 and a half i got 11 and a half i will tell you this shop around here guys I have seen 11.5 minus 125 to the over. I've also seen 11.5 plus 110 to the over, depending on where you're shopping. So um, shop around. Look, again, the Bucks for me, this is an over. They're the most talented team in the league. It all depends, do you believe in Tom Brady? And you know that I do. They go out there and they, they bring in uh, just more talent in the backfield. I love their move of Giovanni Bernard that nobody talked about. I love that. This is something that you have to go over here because for them to lose this, it's 11, 11 games. Does anybody think that they're losing, Tampa's losing six games next year? Unless Brady gets hurt or just hits that proverbial wall, this is a good, this is a good over. Not sure if I'm going to jump on top of it. I hate going over with these big lines, but I certainly have this one circled. I think with Tampa too, Tommy, like you said, uh, 
you know, they're returning all 22 starters. That's the first time it's ever happened, you know. So it's it's winner, winner go home again for them. They're, they're trying to hit that window that they can because, like we all know, eventually Brady will, will leave. But uh, I looked at the potential opponents or the, without looking at a schedule, you haven't released the, the, the order, but the opponents, they're playing a, a teams with a losing record. So it's everything's in their corner. They also play a Drew Breesless New Orleans Saints, right? Uh, a rebuilding Carolina team that will have a new quarterback. Even if you think they're better, they're still going to have a new quarterback. So the Saints will have a new quarterback. Carolina has a new quarterback. Hey, you know what? Atlanta might have a new quarterback, Tim. Yeah. Next up, our favorite team, Tom, the Green Bay Packers. Um, I have 11. I'll go ahead and start on this one. And I see everybody talking about an over 11. I actually like the under in this one. I know they were 13-3 and three last year. I know they went to the NFC title game for the second straight year. I, I know Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be the man. I just look at the schedule. You know, they play Kansas City. They play Pittsburgh. They play Baltimore. They play Seattle. They play the Rams. I, I just – it's hard for me. I can see 11 or under. I'm just going to take the under instead of the over. Tim, think about this. Uh, 11 is across the board generally. It plays Sugar House at minus 125, Unibet one, minus 125, Bet MGM minus 125 to the over, right? Mm-hmm. You can get minus 143 at DraftKings over 10.5 if you like the over. I don't. I think that there's turmoil. I think there's morons doing Jeopardy rather than, uh, you know, going out there and, and working in the offseason. He actually did an interview where he said, Well, I'm in Green Bay 187 days. He knows the days. You think that's good for for the management in this situation? No, I don't. Um, Yeah, I think the Packers take a little bit of a step back. My my worry with betting this under, Tim, and here's another one I'll stay away from. So far, I'm leaning bucks, but I'm staying away from the others. Here's why I'm I'm kind of staying away. I do think Minnesota takes a little step backwards this year. They lost a lot of defense last year. The Lions are worse without Matt Stafford. And I think the Bears are worse with Andy Dalton. So – I mean, they might fall into 11 wins. Yeah, they went, if they go undefeated in division, that's six, so you're already halfway to where you need to be, or over halfway, so you're right. Right. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens, my boys, 11, Tom. Oh, Tim, yeah, I, I think I got to go under here. The Ravens, I just said Tampa Bay has the most, you know, uh, I mean, athletic roster, the most talented roster. The Ravens are very, very close. They are talented, but the rest of that division, is really good. Cleveland is ready to make a run. I believe Cincinnati is doing the right thing. And I know everyone's down on Pittsburgh. I just can't see that Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing record in his career as an NFL coach, is all of a sudden going to have a losing record. Remember, this guy had Mason Rudolph, Duck Hodges out there, and he still was able to not have a losing record. So I'm going to go over, uh, under for the Ravens here, under the 11. But I think they probably win 10 or 11. So this is another stick uh, stick away from this one and try to find something better. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I, they won 11 last year. You have 19 of the 22 starters coming back. They, they you know, Obviously, you feel that they're going to draft well. We always know that. And they made some, I think, integral parts when you talk about the free agency. I think they did fine with what they got versus what they lost. Um, but you're right. If Burrow's healthy, I think the Bengals are better. The Browns, I think, are going to be better. And the Steelers, look, it's the Steelers, right? So in division alone, Tom, those six games, if you win four, you have to be happy with that. And then they play one of the toughest, I, I think was ranked, it's going to be the second toughest schedule in the NFL this year. So I'm at 11 or under. And I still think in the AFC, if you get 10 wins, you're probably in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I very much agree with you. And, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm kind of deflecting. I kind of lean the Bucks. The, the next team on the list here, Tim, I, I, I like them. <laughs> okay, I'm going in on them. And that's the Bills. Look, I've been on the Bills three years running now. Right, two years ago, I took them to make the playoffs at plus three fifty. Last year, I took them to uh, get to the AFC Championship game to win the division. I actually had a little Super Bowl ticket on them. I love the Bills, and I think that they are coming back just stronger. They added Emmanuel Sanders, and they're in a division where the Jets may overall get better, but I think the Jets are going to be worse next year with a brand new quarterback. Miami, you know what? I liked them a lot last year. I made a lot of money on them last year. 
I'm not sure that two is the answer, and I don't know if Miami's sure, so I'm not sure they are as good. Now, New England will probably be a little bit better, but I don't think that Buffalo's losing seven games, and that's what we're talking about here. So I'll take the Bills over the ten and a half. Yeah, I like that too. Josh Allen, another year. You know, he looked Tom. He, he's he's looked shaky as a as a as a as a first year. He looks starting to get a lot more comfortable the last couple years, and I think he's just going to be coming into his own. I mean, you know, last year you talked about the odds on Josh Allen as MVP. I think this year he has a strong strong chance to win it. I, you know, I had him last year, and I had really great odds. This year, the odds are ridiculous. You know, I mean, you're not getting any value. But I'm with you. Look, if Josh Allen leads this team to, let's just say, 12, 13 wins during the regular season, he's able to use his legs, put up the kind of numbers that he was putting up through the air, he's going to be in the conversation. And, yeah, he might win it. My worry with betting him on the MVP. Now, I took great odds last year. Here's why I'm going to hold back on the Josh Allen for MVP. Because he's smarter than a lot of these other guys out there. He's smarter when it comes to, you know what? I don't always have to run. So he, he kind of saves his runs for in close. He's got a lot of touchdowns, but he doesn't just tuck it and go. His passing numbers are never going to be extraordinary. His rushing numbers are going to really be helped out. It's going to be great. But I think Josh Allen is, can I say, more worried about winning? And, and yeah. that actually sort of hurts. I think that, that he's more worried about winning. And he's also in a position to... But I think you got to take this into into consideration. And there are obviously exceptions like Aaron Rodgers, but taking a cold weather outdoor team, uh, you know, for an MVP candidate, week 10, week 11, you could be smiling ear to ear. And then all of a sudden he's got three games in a row where he just looks bad. Look at what happened to Baker Mayfield last year. Baker Mayfield had back-to-back games where one was a torrential, ridiculous, if you remember, like downpour. And then the next game was basically snowed out. It's no fault by him. That's why his numbers didn't look as great. Next up, NFC West, LA Rams, Tom, with 10.5 as well. They share the same number with the Bills. And I like it over. You know, Matt Stafford will be the quarterback. He'll have Woods and Cup, obviously. Deshaun Jackson joins the team there. They bring back the number one defense. And, Tom, I know the division will be will be a, a tough rotor for them, but they also play Detroit, they play the Jags, they play the Giants, they play the Texans. So I, I think maybe they can get to 11. I'm not sure. I'll stay away from this one. Here's why. Because in the next few minutes, we're going to talk about two other teams in their division that have the numbers at 9.5, 10, or 10.5, right? Uh, not everybody could win that. I think it's a tough division. I do believe that, uh, look, I, I really believe in this kid, Akers. I like their offense. I think their defense is going to miss Johnson. Uh, you know, he was a real good player in the backfield. I do think that, you know, you have to look at their linebackers as being weak. They were weak last year. They didn't get fully exposed. I think the Rams' D is going to take a little bit of a step back. I think the Rams' offense takes a minute to click. Yeah, probably get to 11 wins. But, Tim, if we're talking about 10, 11 wins, I don't want to be taking the over on a 10 and a half. Well, let's look at the 10s. San Francisco in that division, Tom. Over-under is 10. Yeah, now over-under is 10. Now, you can get uh, DraftKings 10 and a half plus 120 to the over. Uh, but it's mostly 10 across the board. I have I have the Niners winning 10 games, and I don't know who their quarterback is. <laughs> right? So, I mean, I mean that's really it. You, you can't go anywhere near this team with this number, even after the draft, right? You tell me that Mac Jones, Trey Lance, or Justin Fields is going to be the San Francisco quarterback, or potentially Jimmy Garoppolo. My feelings are exactly the same about San Francisco. Uber-talented, uh, lots of injuries last year. I-, I don't know if we could just say, oh, yeah, they're going to stay healthy all year, and I don't know if any of those quarterbacks are going to jump in and be able to win in that division. I got them at exactly 10 wins right now off the top of my head, Tim. But I, you, you just cannot bet San Francisco unless you know who the quarterback is. It's like it's like a roller coaster franchise, right, Tom? You play in the Super Bowl, then the next year you have injury issues and they're just just straight terrible last place team. But now they play a last place schedule, and if they're healthy, you have to assume there's going to be a mean somewhere, right? And you just said it though. How can you bet on somebody that you don't know who's running the offense? So I, I stay away from that as well. I, I really don't have an opinion on it, but. The next 10 team would be Seattle. 
and uh, Russell Wilson, this is a franchise that in the last six years has averaged, Tom, 10 wins. And, and I, I actually kind of like the under here on Seattle. Um, I think Russell Wilson has shown over the last two seasons he can be an MVP for half the year, but he cannot keep it up. Now he's got problems with the offensive line. They bring back Chris Carson, who I like. The guy can't stay healthy. DK Metcalf and, and Lockett, well, yeah, they look great. But guess what? The offensive line has not been fixed, Tim. And that defense... Defense is just not good, okay? Uh, you can say anything that you want about the NFL. I still believe defense wins championships. I still believe defense wins games, and their defense is bad. They didn't try to address defense. They didn't try to address the offensive line. They're going to hand Russell Wilson the ball, tell you we're not going to give you any protection out there, run around, throw it up, and he'll look great for you know 10 games this year. Eh, maybe they do win the 10, but he's also going to look great and lose some of those games too, so... I, yeah. I lean to the under right now with this Seattle team. And I know we're, this isn't a fantasy segment, Tom, but, you know, you talk about just the two years of Russell Wilson, which in our league I had him back-to-back years. So he led me to a championship two years ago. Last year, off to a great start. And just like you said, come week 11, 12, 13, that's pretty much kept me out of the playoffs was his performance in the last half of the season. And now what do you expect? Like you said, he's getting older. He's getting hit more. They have to shore up that offensive line. They just didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, look, when your quarterback tells you, hey, I need help here, wherever it might be, and you just don't do it, forget about Russell Wilson might be traded and Russell Wilson might go somewhere and Russell Wilson. No, 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 forget about all that. Just the idea that Russell Wilson sees the deficiency that we all see. It didn't get fixed. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's just the way that it is. We'll go back to the AFC North, Cleveland Browns, Tom. Last year they won 11 games, so if you had the over last year, you cashed the ticket. So 11-game wins last year, their number is set at 10 this year. And you could get 9.5 at DraftKings. You're laying 165. I'm going to take the 10, uh, and I, this is one of my bets. I'm going over. I, I, I think that Cleveland, we talked about talented rosters. The addition of Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett and what they do. They added the Rams guy that I just mentioned, Johnson, in the backfield. Um, they can rush for 200 yards without even thinking about it. My my concern here is what, what about OBJ? Because I think he's a detriment to the team. Now, I do think Baker Mayfield has stepped up. I don't know if he takes that next step, but he's doing fine. I like the coach. I like the situation. I like the defense. I love the running game. I like the depth. Tim, this is a team that could win 12, 13 games. This is a team that can actually be in this thing until the end. I can't believe we're getting a bargain, and you could find it at 9.5 even though you're laying a ton. I'll take it at 10 because i got no worries. I think they win 12, 13 games. Do you, do you not worry about Baker Mayfield mentally? No, I don't. You know why? Here's, here's why. I hate to say it. First of all, I think Baker showed us a lot last year. Uh, He kept his mouth shut, you know, kept quiet, and kind of just did his job. But, Tim, if if you got a competent, I mean just a competent quarterback back there with those two running backs, with those tight ends, and with that offensive line, I I think they got a shot to win 10 games. So anything Baker does that is above average, you know, you put Mitchell Trubinsky back there, and this isn't the pro Trubinsky. I'm just throwing out a name. You put Trubinsky back there. You put Sam Donald back there. I think they win nine games, ten games. I mean, that's how good. So I believe that Baker Mayfield is perfectly fine. I think I think they're going to win. I think they're really going to open up some people's eyes. The Browns, I don't want to say Browns Super Bowl talk, okay? Uh, but I'm not hating on people that are starting to talk about it. And we're looking at the NFL season win totals for next season running through teams in order of wins. I have the William Hill win total up. The Colts would be the last team I have with a 10-win mark. Tom, last year they were 11-5, and made the playoffs. This year, 10 is the number, and look at this. They play the NFC West. They play the Bucks. They play the Ravens, the Bills, and they play, of course, the Titans in division twice. The number's 10. I'm looking at an under, and that's with Carson Wentz now, the quarterback. Yeah, look, best offensive line in the game. Uh, a good defense that all year last year I kept telling everybody, guys, look, they're not a top five defense, uh, but they're still a good defense. Now, all of a sudden, I, I think you know, playing those kind of teams, we're going to see them. They're going to be, you know, 
maybe, maybe 10, 12, something like that as a defense. Offensive line is fantastic, but you know what? Uh, do you trust Carson Wentz? I like their running back. I like Taylor, but again, he misses a lot of blitz pickups. I like Naeem Hines, little gadgety. Is he your number one option? I mean, they do have some holes. It's not like the Colts put together this remarkable team. Everything here, everything here is really just 100% on Carson Wentz's shoulders because he's going to have that pressure. I'll tell you now, look, it wouldn't shock me if they won 12 games, breeze through, you get hit this over easily. But I'm looking at you, and I, I, I agree. You can't touch this. Because there's a chance we could be sitting here and them winning eight, nine games because things just didn't go well. Carson Wentz didn't, couldn't stay healthy or he couldn't just get it together. The new quarterback, new system, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. We'll stay in the division. Nine and a half now. Tennessee, Tom, the team that, look, you know, they went, they went to the playoffs last year. They won 11 games. If you look at the average of their last four or five seasons, they, they win right around nine games. So, Derrick Henry's back, A.J. Brown's back, Tannehill's back. Proved a lot last year that, look, they put up 30 points a game until they got to the playoffs, right? We only need to get 10 wins here. I think they can do it. And I'm looking at the under here, Tim. What We know a couple of things here. They are massively well-coached. I mean, Vrabel is fantastically well-coached. But we also know they lost offensive linemen. We also know their defense is terrible, and they didn't do anything to help it out. Okay. They cannot get – we were in week like nine, and I think they had two sacks on the year. I mean, it was it was terrible. And here's the inevitable thing why I'm going to urge you not to take the over here. The wheels will fall off of Derrick Henry very soon. The, you can't sustain this many carries in the NFL and it not fall off. And before people go, oh, yeah, he's a different guy. No, no, no. Look at the guys that carry this kind of weight. Sean Alexander won an MVP two years later. Nobody knew who he was. Okay, We see this happen when guys just literally just get too much mileage on them. Derrick Henry has a lot of carries over the last two years. He's got playoff games over the last two years with a lot of carries in an offense that just lowers their head and they give him the ball a lot. Now he's a guy that has to go through an extra game, 17 games now. I I think that Derrick Henry is one of those guys. You mentioned fantasy. I'm staying far away from Henry in fantasy. I'm staying far away from the Titans this year. This might be the year where it kind of all comes collapsing down for Derrick Henry. I hope not because I like the guy and I like to watch him run. But you go back and do the research because I've done it. I don't have the numbers in front of you. I won't bore you with it. But go back and look at all the running backs that have had anywhere near the carries that he has had. He, the, the wheels should have fell off for him last year, Tim. They got one extra year out of him. Now they're asking him to play 17 games. Uh, I, I don't I don't like this at all. No, that's a great point. And you could, you could also look at the quarterback situation. You know how hard it is to find a quality backup in the NFL. You're playing an extra game now. That's an extra game that somebody could get hurt and really – it really affects the not only you know we're talking win, win totals here, but it affects the playoffs too. Your quarterback goes down in a game that wasn't going to be played initially. You're in big trouble. And I wonder how Vrabel handles it. Does Vrabel sit back and say, you know what, Henry's our guy. I'm going to be overprotective of him, you know, and maybe they don't run him enough, uh, which could hurt the team. Or do you think Vrabel go kind of goes all in and says, you know what, nah, he's our guy. We have to. We have to stick with them. I'm not sure how even that's going to happen. Yeah, when, what is it, McNichols is your backup, you're, you're, <laughs> there's a lot of problems there, right? Yes, yeah, very much so. <laughs> Let's go to our first team in the NFC East, Tom, the Dallas Cowboys, nine and a half. So already this opened at a minus 130 under. We know Dallas situation, a lot of injuries last year. You got Dax coming back. How is he going to be? And they play a brutal, brutal road schedule this year. Yeah, it's a brutal schedule. And everyone wants to talk about Dak, and we want to talk about – I listened to some Cowboys uh, radio this week, and it was, well, you know what, we got to get Zeke. You got to start telling him, listen, you know what, Zeke, you got to get this. Why are we still talking about the offense? You know, now I'm hearing they, they might go up and get Kyle Pitts. Why are we still talking about the offense? Because this defense is garbage. It's pure garbage. I mean, this defense is horrible. Now, I get it that the division isn't that good. Um, I think this is a 
absolute overreaction to the Cowboys re-signing. Dak, could they get 10 wins? Sure. Yeah. But you know what I look at, Tim? I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, wait a minute. BetMGM has a nine number up. Now, you're paying only uh, 135 to go over that. A nine number? That's something I wouldn't go near. Nine and a half might lean the under there. The Cowboys are just such a, a, a weird team. I have to see who they take in that first round. Because, look, you go get yourself a certain or a horn, I'm having a different conversation about the Cowboys. No, I agree. And I think unless they trade up like Jerry, you know, we've heard the rumors that Jerry's infatuated with, with Pitts. But if they stay the course, that answer should be certain to start at corner next year. That That's the answer. It should be. Um, it, it all signs point to it, uh, but if Jerry likes somebody, you know, you know how that goes. Tim. Yeah. One more nine and a half. We'll take a break after this one, Tom. The New Orleans Saints nine and a half. They win twelve games last year, and that's with Drew missing four games during the regular season. He has retired. So that nine and a half, Tommy, it comes down to Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, or the combination of them. There, can the defense be as good as it was last year? No, 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 and no. And what people are forgetting about the Saints is that Alvin Kamara does not look the same when Drew Brees isn't in there. Look at his career numbers when Drew Brees isn't in there. That's a massive, massive problem. Uh, People expect Michael Thomas to just kind of come back and and just be perfectly fine. You know, he didn't look fine last year, and he's got an attitude problem. We know that, okay? He's... Doing other things outside of football, so his you know his mind is not distracted. They lose Emmanuel Sanders. I know he wasn't the 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 guy last year. Look, he's still a productive player. I think the Saints lost too much. I think that yeah, they're in a division where they could run into and kind of back into a few wins there. They have still well coached. I don't believe in Jameis. I don't think that Kamara is going to be the same guy. I don't believe in Michael Thomas at all with with what he's shown now, and the defense won't be as good. I, I think they could win nine games. Um, maybe they could get to that 10, but I'm not putting my money on it. Yeah. Oh, I 100% agree with you on that one. I think under is the way to go with the Saints. We're doing NFL win, season win totals for 2021-22. When we come back for the timeout, we'll, we'll continue on our pace as we look at the Pittsburgh Steelers next on Heatwave Sports. Back after this. Show us some respect. It's a seesaw battle. Neither offense can move. Colts driving now with the ball. Armadillos better stop him. Now, how could the ref call that? It was a clean kick to the face mask. Guys going in. Illegal contact. Number 51. Sankutsu elbow thrust to the up back. Oimowatsu roundhouse lunge kick to the quarterback. Takatami answered block to the. Never mind. 15 yards. First down. Now back to Heatwave Sports with Tim Oglesby and Tom Barr. Tim, I got to brag a little. Yeah. I have to brag a little. It was one of the coolest moments of my life happened this week. And yes, this is actually one of the coolest moments of my life. You played that that clip, right? Did you see who liked my Facebook page this week or my Twitter page this week? I did not, sir. Miss Kathy Ireland liked my Twitter post this oh, week. Oh, wow. wow. Come on. That's a score, man. That's, you know, I posted it. I, I was proud. I said, you know. 30 years ago, that would have been 30 year, years earlier, it would have been great. But it doesn't matter, man. You know, you get a like by Kathy Ireland, you got a smile. You're, you're there. I saw I saw the post, but no, I didn't see that. And, and you're right. You know, and I know everybody listening in our age demographic, including Mr. Christopher Wynn, will agree with the Kathy Ireland was the swimsuit model for Sports Illustrated, hands down. I mean, El McPherson was good, but Kathy Ireland took the cake, Tom. Oh, absolutely. And that's basically what I told her, and she liked it. I said, oh, look at that. Kathy Ireland getting a, getting out there and uh, and liking Tom Barton's sports. Kathy Ireland and Tom Barton. Uh, imagine if I would have said those words were, were 35 years ago, right? 30 years ago. <laughs> you, you should get Kathy Ireland on the Sports Garden Network, Tom. 
Yeah, I would. I would try it. I, you know what? <laughs> what do you want? Well, I don't really know much about sports. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Just want you on. <laughs> We're looking at the NFL win totals for next year, released yesterday. And um, in case you're just joining in, you missed any of the beginning, you can also always listen to the archive shows over at LV Sports Network. Just find Heatwave. Subscribe to our feed over at iTunes, Spotify, and you'll get those shows downloaded automatically to your uh, podcasting app. And, Tommy, you're also on there. I want to let everybody know about your weekly podcast. Yeah, anywhere you guys have a podcast, it is Wagering Week. It's Wagering Week. This week, uh, Dave Parker is coming on the show. So mm-hmm. that that's pretty cool. You can check that out. It's Dave Parker. Plus, uh, we, we do have Joe DeLeon, who talks about FCS. He's get, he's doing a deep dive into Trey Lance, um, which you know we've been talking for a couple of years, me and Joe DeLeon, uh, about Trey Lance. So that's pretty good. And I have Jay Parrish talking about uh, your favorite subject, and that is Shohei Otani and the Angels. Yeah. Yep. Wagering week. Subscribe, oh, like it, guys. That's uh, that's how we keep it on. You have to. You can't just listen. You got to subscribe and like and do all that good stuff. Let's head back to the AFC North, Tom. We we talked earlier in the show about the Ravens at the second toughest schedule this season. Well, the first toughest or the toughest is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Over under is nine, Tom, and Mike Tomlin throughout his career as the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers has never had a losing season. So if you're eight and eight under the old schedule, that's not a losing season. Well, now, Tom, you got to win nine in order to be considered not a losing season. Their number is nine. Their number is nine. And I know Chris Wynn just wrote in that he loves the under. I, I heard everybody loving the under and I just warned him. I was told. That is the number one bet under right now. The number one bet overall that came in in the first couple of days of this uh, of the totals betting was on the under for the Steelers. I think it's a mistake, Tim. I still believe that's a mistake. I know that Pittsburgh overachieved last year, and everyone remembers their just precipitous fall at the end. But they still have a dynamic defense. Sure, they lost a couple of pieces, but they still have a dynamic defense. You you have a legit shot to have two, maybe three defensive uh, player of the year award finalists right there. That's, that's wins in your pocket. There you go. You look at their offense. Ben has to stay healthy, obviously. Uh, but they bring Juju back. They have wide receivers, Claypool. They don't have the running back. I'm not overly worried because I think that they're going to fix that in the draft, and that's one of the things we were going to talk about tonight, right? So I'm looking at this team, and I'm saying to myself, I get where I get where people are talking about it. I understand. I'm not taking the over here, Tim, okay? But I'm certainly not going near the under because I don't think Tomlin loses, and this is what he's going to have to do, Nine games. He's going to have to lose, do something he's never done in his career. Ben Roethlisberger has never done in his career. And they do have a really good defense. I think that they get right there. I think they win nine games. Wouldn't shock me if they put together a 10-7 and seven season. Which, by the way, is just weird to say. Could we get three teams from the AFC North in the playoffs next year? Probably not. Um... Probably not, uh, but but maybe, but maybe. Uh, you know, I think it could be a battle down to the end between Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yeah. But I, I do believe both of them. Look, if this was a 16-game schedule, I'd be telling you that Pittsburgh is going to win eight or nine games. 17-game schedule, you got to move it up. I don't see them winning eight or nine. I see them winning nine or ten. When you add that extra game, you can't just add it for one way. you got to kind of do it both ways. I know everyone's on the under. I'm just not, I'm not going that far of a just a massive fall. Why? Because they lost James Conner. And, and uh, obviously I'm not going out on a limb here, Tom, but don't be surprised to see a week 17 matchup between Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also at the number nine, back to LA, the LA chargers, Justin Herbert will begin year number two, rookie of the year last year. Big, big signing, right? Tom Corey Lindsay heads, heads that offensive lineup. They got the, the, 
the tools at receiver, and, and of course Austin Eckler, the multi-talented running back. Nine for the Chargers. You know, Tim, you're going to do this to me every year. Every year I sit back, every year I sit here and I tell you, I love what the Chargers are doing. I like the Chargers, Tim. I love their talent. Derwin James is coming back. People forget about that. I love Eckler is one of my favorite players. Herbert will be fantastic. I like everything. They got a brand new coach. Not sure how he's going to be, though. Right? And that holds me back a little bit. It also holds me back that every year I say I love how much I love the Chargers, and every year I tell you, but I'm not picking them to do much because it's still the Chargers. Something's going to go wrong. Something always goes wrong for the Chargers, and it usually starts happening like in the summer. Now, they don't even wait until the season gets going. I like the talent. I love the talent. And if you told me they were going to stay healthy, I'm going to tell you that they could push for a Super Bowl. I mean, I'm dead serious here. But they've never been able to stay healthy. They've never had things fall their way. Never. And I don't know with a brand-new coach if this is the year to expect that to happen. AFC East for the next two teams. Miami, Tom, 9 is the number. They won 10 last year with a relatively young team. They returned 19 to 22 starters. They have two picks in this upcoming first round. Will Fuller add that to, add him to the receiving core? Nine's the number. I liked, they won 10 last year. I think they can win 10 again. Yeah, I'm there with you. I, I think Miami's the most confusing team for me because I was, I was very on top of Miami, as you know, last year. I am really on top of Miami for the future of this franchise. But, Tim, I look around the field and I go, right now, where they sit right now, uh, they have a solid receiver core. It's nothing spectacular. They have Miles Gaskins, their running back. I like him, but he's nothing spectacular. They have an okay offensive line, but it's nothing spectacular. And then they have a quarterback that is nothing spectacular. You're going to have to win this and then win the 10 games backed on strict defense, defense, and defense. And if Tua takes a step back this year, or he gets injured, or something goes wrong. They don't have Fitzpatrick to go to anymore. So I'll stay away from this one. But but I, I think I'm more I'm more bullish on Miami than most people, but I'm not ready to put my money on it. I think we saw last year the Dolphins and the Browns, for example, Tom, those were, were the picks to make, and now everybody's on them this year. The number's been adjusted, so there's no value as much as we saw. And what we you know, we were cashing tickets early in the year with Miami and Cleveland. This year, it might come down to the end. Yeah, look, this is a this is a Miami team that if Tua is right, and if Tua is the guy, Tim, huh, this could turn on a dime, can it? I, I mean, we could be talking about, forget about Tua being, you know, oh, well, you know what, he might be okay. Forget about Miami going, eh, you know what, they might be okay. And we could be talking about Miami going, you know what, they're, they're here for a deep playoff run. But it's all banking on Tua. I'm not ready to put my hard-earned money on Tua right now. Also in the nine club, their division rival, New England Patriots. Last year, seven and nine was Belichick with Cam Newton as a quarterback, Tom. And, of course, injuries and, and lack of, I'd say, skill players. You know, he got nine out of a pretty bad – or he got seven out of a pretty bad team. This year they've made some adjustments in the offseason. But, again, Cam Newton slated as a starting quarterback. A lot depends on what happens in this upcoming draft. Yeah, yes, it is. Um I like this over, though. I like this over, and I don't know who the quarterback is, Tim. Yeah. And I kind of don't care. Here's why. I think New England has been making fantastic moves under the radar. They're making moves that win games. I'm not telling you that they're going to go out there and, and really push for a title next year, no matter who their quarterback is. But they are going out there making moves that win games. Their roster was more depleted last year for because of COVID than any team in the league. They went out there and they got themselves two tight ends. They got themselves Harris at the end of the season looked like he was a runner. I think Belichick finds a way to get this over, and this is an over that I'll be taking a look at. Now you said it. You said nine is out there, right? Um, yeah. There's some nine and a halfs out there. I'll jump on the nine because I'm looking at some nines. Like if you look at, at William Hill, it's only minus one twenty. Right? I mean, you're telling me you think that Bill Belichick is going to lose nine games? I don't think so. I think this is the year where you start to see him start to put things together. 
I will wait on this, though, to see if they draft a quarterback. Because if they go out there and they go get a guy like Trey Lance, all right, you know what? You bank it on Cam Newton. They go out there and they're able to land a Mac Jones or a, or a Justin Fields. I might have to take a step back only because I think they'll start right away. Only one team at the eight and a half number. That's the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Tommy, you know, another year older for Cousins. Still no pass protection there. They did show up the defense in the offseason. Peterson and Woods come in. But uh, when I look at Minnesota, and I know Chris Wynn agrees with this, eight and a half. I can't take it over myself, so I'm just going to stay off of it. Yeah, this is an under for me. I, I think Minnesota's going under. Uh, Dalvin Cook has proven he's spectacular, but he cannot stay healthy. You said it. The offensive line was a problem last year. Um, they did lose some team leaders. I like Irv Smith. I've had, had his dad on my show at Sports Garden Network, right? Um, I, I, I like Irv Smith Jr., but you lose Rudolph, who is kind of that mainstay. He's gone now. And I don't think people realize just how good the interior line was for Minnesota before last year. And and they're gone now. They're gone. They have the worst. They had the worst secondary in the league last year. That's including Dallas and Philly, okay? I don't think it just changes all of a sudden. I'm going under for Minnesota. Next up, the eights. We'll start with the Arizona Cardinals in the offseason. Tommy, to add to Kyler Murray's offense, James Conner comes in, A.J. Green, J.J. Watt on the defensive side of the ball. They, they get a, a upgrade at kicker and Matt Prater. And the number is eight for the Cardinals playing in the NFC West. Yeah, listen, I, I'm looking at the Cardinals, and I was hoping – that the hype would get over. I thought the Cardinals were going to open up as nine, nine and a half. Everybody loving the Cardinals. Reality has set in, and that is that they don't have a good head coach. I mean, that's just that simple. Cliff Kingsbury is not a good NFL coach. They have some weapons, but the offensive line is still a problem, and their defense is still a problem. I'm not going to go push this to the under because I see the talent on the field. I see what they're doing. But, yeah, I, I, I was hoping for a much better number. I was hoping the Cardinals were going to be kind of that hot team and uh, get an inflated number, but it didn't happen here. Heatwave Sports, Fox Sports Radio, Las Vegas. Tim Unglesby, Tom Barton with you. We wrap up Hour 1. When we come back, and the, and the reason why I didn't want to try to squeeze a couple more in here, Tommy, because I think we're going to spend a little bit of time on these next two teams. That includes your Las Vegas Raiders to begin Hour 2 as we look at the season win totals in the National Football League. Stay tuned. Hour 2 on the way. Of course, we're going to talk the running back position in the NFL draft in hour two as well. Look at who Tom thinks are the best bets at that position and where they might get drafted here in two weeks' time at the big NFL draft in Cleveland. And stay tuned because our NFL Heatwave Sports mock draft will be Sunday night, the 25th. More details as the show continues. It's Heatwave Sports, hour two on the way, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> 